0: going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is our weekly Sunday night heat review show from 22 years ago today, actually, well, 22 years ago from the recording of this episode, and you could be watching this in 2090 for all I know, I could be watching this as an old man looking back and saying, look at me, look how young I was, look at my beautiful Star Wars poster that my wife made me throw away when we had kids, Ugh. She better not make you throw that away. Hey, you know what? Uh, that's, it's going to be my, like, it'll be like my bar neon sign. I don't even know who my wife will be, but whoever it is, I'm not going to let you throw that poster away. Um, Me neither. Because I'm Corey Smith. You are Jose Oseguera, and we, Oseguera, sorry, and uh, we are here to, like I said, review Sunday Night Heat. 22 years ago today, September 6, 1998, Um, it, it was a show. On the heels of uh, SummerSlam. It was on the heels of SummerSlam, one week removed. Um, Before, you know, like, I I don't know. It was one of those shows, like, I don't feel like... I feel like Sunday Night Heat was the show that nothing happened on, but everyone popped for everything. Like, Mm -hmm. the wrestling fan today would not have put up with Sunday Night Heat. You know what I mean? They'd be like, what is going on? DQ finish after DQ... This is ridiculous. And... I mean, you're getting it on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, looking back on it, everyone's just like, it's just all about like, I feel like people were just like drinking in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It had that vibe. And you know what? Run-ins was the norm. Yeah. Because uh,
1: for some reason that, even on even on Nitro or Nitro's Saturday night segment, what was it called? WCW Saturday night? That yeah. That would be the equivalent to here, Yeah, Heat, right?
0: when they were like in Atlanta. It would, no, or was it Saturday night or was it like midday Saturday? Like it'd be yeah, like on probably, TBS, yeah. like before Live from the
1: Omni Center. And
0: it would be on before Mama's family. I
1: yeah. just knew that
0: was I just knew that was when it was time to turn off, is when Mama's mm-hmm. family was on. I'm like, done. I hated Mama's family. Mm-hmm. So bad. I'm sorry. My dad loved it. I hated it. I'm sure it was funny, but
1: That's some people can relate, some people can't.
0: <sighs> yeah. Uh anyways. So of,
1: yeah, you know, uh, around that time, run-ins and DQs were the norm for your weekly shows, yeah. and then all beefs got squashed at the pay-per-view.
0: I just love how like this had like a, I think like a 3.9 something rating, and at the time, and at the time that was horrible. Really? You know what I mean? But man, well, yeah, because they were pulling in like 15s, right? Like, I, I believe so. Yeah, uh, for Monday yeah. Night Raw and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna get into the whole episode uh, before I get into- yeah. Before we get into all of that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube, which I'm hoping you are because you get to see our beautiful faces, um, click the little notify bell and the button down below the subscribe button because uh, every time we upload a video, you get actually notified. And uh, hopefully one day, it'll be at youtube.com slash citywrestlingradio. But until we are at that point... Uh, like we're still on that, that goal to a hundred subscribers, you know, for our first, uh, live stream, we're
1: treading water, yeah. you
0: know, we will do okay. our, I, I'm trying to figure out what we would do for a live stream reaction or the live stream review show for like, would it be, I'm thinking collision in Korea is one. Like I'm thinking of really mm-hmm. bad pay-per-views, uh, December to dismember, I believe is another one ECW. Oh yeah. That That's a really about, bad one. Uh... But uh, we'll figure one out, and we'll put out a vote, and all that, and we'll do it live here on uh, YouTube. Oh, oh, the the real
1: uh, remember that first NWO pay per view sold out yes the first sold out
0: yeah, yeah. with oh, the toilet the toilet queen bad. the toilet queen, and I I don't I'm not making fun of the woman, they they just the, the throne they gave her as Miss NWO was on a toilet. Yeah, what a toilet. Anyways, it was the 90s. Such a such a marvelously bad show. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, subscribe, little notify bell, uh, like it, love it, and you got to have it. So let's get into it. Uh, Sunday Night Heat. Like I said, September 6th, 1998, 22 years ago. Uh, we are on Shane Watch Day number six because Shane is still on the commentary table. I believe and as lively as ever. You know, I he's he's all right. He's not bad. You know what I mean? He sounds like a young Vince when he was on the
1: microphone when he was on the announce table.
0: Yeah, um, he's yeah, he still plays off the the rich, um, the rich you know kid, but he's a little bit Snotty less. Boy. Like there's Pick no there's no um, a friend of his with him at ringside this week. He's alone with JR. So I don't know mm-hmm. what it is about this week. Why I you know I, I think Vince was just like no, we're not doing that anymore, Shane. He, I go come on. Dad, no it's shane's costing too much no uh, fine let fucking go jr uh apparently tonight we're gonna get uh vince's reveal of his master plan you know one of his
1: oh and not only was this on the heels of SummerSlam, it was also on the heels of a saturday night's raw
0: yeah because uh you know it was either the tennis or the dog show or it was one of those things that we didn't really have uh they, they basically didn't they didn't have any uh holder stroke. yeah stroke over at uh by the way have you ever heard that song stroking i'll be stroking have mm-hmm. you ever heard that oh my god i just heard it for the yeah. first time today and it's it's the funniest song ever i can't remember who mm-hmm. it's by but i uh, just search up stroking everybody and you will laugh your ass off because it is a great funk song but it is also a comedy song so i i don't know is it a comedy song? I I don't know if it's a comedy song. Yeah, it's comedy. It wasn't meant to be He talks about stroking to the left and stroking to the right.
1: Stroking to the left and and stroking to the right.
0: Anyways, Uh, Shane, I guess he is, like I said, day six, or at least week six of him on Commentary Table. Um, We get our first match of the night, Gangrel versus Dick Togo of uh, Kay'entai. Dick Togo, as you know, is uh, still still with Kayantai at this point, not really getting any TV time for himself. Just um, mm-hmm. as a member of the group, uh, they go back and forth. Grill uh, taking it to Togo. We have a double underhook suplex to uh, Togo. Uh, they're building up this feud with Edge and Gen. Grill. Um, you know, you don't know where it's going, and these two are just—they're doing stuff to each other, and they, they think they know each other, but they don't. And anyway, so do you, you never know when you're going to see
1: Edge outside? He's been known to be visiting the. Uh, um the uh, the stands. Yeah,
0: he's just anywhere. I remember at SummerSlam he was just he had like 10 different tickets. So yeah. um you know, we do get a nice elevated DDT to Dick Togo. Gangrel gets the pin and the win after that. The mit- the match wasn't anything special. It was a 5 out of 10 in my book. It did nothing for me. Uh it, yeah, me, besides... me too and it was
1: the the announcers were mostly concentrating on uh, Vince's big announcements. What's the announcement? What's going to happen today? What's going to happen later? So this match was ignored for, you know, promoting the end of the show.
0: Which they're really trying to get over this fact of Gen Grill and Edge. And they have, you know, they actually have another chance of it because Edge is in a match later tonight. So right, uh, actually against Taka, which is, it's not funny, but it's like, I was just thinking, I was like, man, both those guys... Like, think about them where they are today. Takamishinoku in New Japan Pro Wrestling and Edge, mm-hmm. at, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, we move on to a a video, a home video promo, apparently. We we did these back, and this is before the infamous iPhone uh, video promos they used to do backstage a couple of years ago. Apparently, um, this is really, this is just funny. I don't know why. This is like, so Jacqueline and Mark Marrow, they are on... I feel like the set of a community access TV show, like award show. It did come out
1: very VHSy. y. Right? Like,
0: this is, they are on the set of like Milwaukee community access, like yearly. Like, uh, we're going to give the best uh, talk show host for Milwaukee access. It's uh, Don from down the street. Don, here, you have the best newscaster. Here you go. Uh, because it was just like, it was like just some. Like, just some, like, four or five streamers behind them, gold streamers. And I believe, mm-hmm. like, some deflated balloons. What, am I wrong? Or do you remember those?
1: If, if, yeah, I don't remember. Okay, maybe, I see, maybe I'm wrong. I could visualize them. Totally. Uh
0: Marrow is giving uh, Jacqueline a replacement trophy after Sable, you know, gave the trophy she won a couple weeks so, back. Okay, open
1: up your eyes. Oh, uh, my God. Lo- you did all this. Yeah, I you know. Did all yeah. This? It's
0: great. Uh, they look, um, like I said, they just it just reeks of community access 1990s. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I saw a nude person on community access. I was like for the next like 10 weeks, I think every Saturday night, I was just like at midnight. I'm like, when is it going to happen again? When, when is it going to happen gonna again? Happen? Yeah. Why didn't it happen again? Where, wh- what yeah. happened? Anyways, uh, then we go to our next match of the evening. We have Bradshaw versus Ken Shamrock. A Imagine yeah. you think Bradshaw, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, even looking back at Bradshaw, I liked Bradshaw when he was in the APA. I had a bad, yeah. I, had a, I had a poor taste of character when I was younger. I was like, oh, Val Venus and Bradshaw, these are my two favorite wrestlers. <laughs> uh, no, they weren't my favorite. But, you know, I yeah. still, I uh, like them uh, at certain but, points. You know,
1: the, the wrestling cowboy boot.
0: I don't think I cared about Bradshaw at this point. I don't even, re- I remember him, but I didn't, I didn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, me
1: too. Because this was after he got knocked out of the uh, Brawl for All. Yeah. That one,
0: he was highly, uh, yeah, highly well, rejected. You men. heard why the brawl for all was created, right? Uh, because to get uh, Doctor Death over. No, State I mean Lawrence. not necessarily. One of the stories that floats around is that Vince oh, Russo, oh, 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 cre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Created... Like the real story, not yeah. the, yeah, yeah, created the brawl for all uh, because he wanted because uh, he wanted to basically shut up Bradshaw because Bradshaw said he could beat everyone in a shoot fight. Yeah, and he he, was kind of a a backstage bully to people, including Russo. Yeah, he said, all right, bro, you know, I'm going to book this shoot fight. You need to get knocked out, bro. Uh, But this match sucks because out comes Vader and pounds away on Bradshaw. It was a DQ finish, uh, two out of ten. This match sucked because nothing happened. I mean, yeah.
1: And you notice, too, that Bradshaw, he usually is on the stiff end of a given offense. With Shamrock, he kind of gave him a little bit of respect. He wasn't as stiff as he usually is, maybe out of fear. Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like Shamrock could I, – I feel like there was a couple guys uh, at this time, Steve Blackman, Dan Severn, and Ken Shamrock, who would basically – who could, like, if you hit them the wrong way, they could shoot on you for real and you wouldn't yeah, have anything to Yeah, and in like do. a chokehold on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Owen Hart probably could have been one of them too. You know what I mean? He was mm-hmm. one of the best wrestlers on the roster at the time. So – yeah uh bradshaw and vader are brawling shamrock is pissed off in the ring uh shamrock runs up the ramp and we go to commercial and and that was that Mm. so i'm surprised they didn't have shamrock start beating up vader too like you you fucked my matchup, and and the the further burial of vader on wwf so it's lucky we went to commercials uh next up we have the infamous oh the infamous match, the one-on-one match between Dennis Knight and the Road Dog, Jesse James. Ouch. Uh, yeah, so this was a singles match between the two, uh, and you know Road Dog comes out. He he starts doing his, you know, like probably brings to you. It's five time. Well, he just kind of does it for himself, and uh, Billy Gunn. He's kind of like, hey, what about me? He says, oh, accompanied by Billy Gunn too. You know. Mm-hmm. They do their uh they do their whole shtick. Uh Road Dog though beats down on Dennis Knight. Shake, rattle and roll. Uh takes down um Knight takes over with a couple strikes to Road Dog. Canterbury grabs the leg of Knight. Je- uh Jeff Jarrett hits the ring and uh starts beating up on Road Dog. We have a the second second in a row DQ finish. Speaking of run ins. And uh they go, Oh, here's Jeff Jarrett and his uh his new haircut. Look at him. Got his <laughs> haircut last week and it it was short. It was very yeah. short. It was like short all around. Like I feel like they just went one length all around. You know what I mean? Almost had to, you know, the way they, but with they like with, with like a, a a slight inch uh, on the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, this match sucked though. I mean, I it it was it, it, Den- it was it, Dennis it, it, it Knight it versus nowhere. Road Dogg. So I don't know what it else you know.
1: Story wise, it went nowhere. It just stalled. Yeah.
0: Uh, then we have. My favorite fucking part of this entire night, which was a recap of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. So, Vince McMahon, he, he's calling out The Undertaker. And I got to turn I gotta turn. He's calling out The Undertaker <laughs> and Kane because they are two putrid pussies. A blank. Wait, wait, what? P- putrid <laughs> pussies. And then it's funny because the entire night, JR, he can't say putrid pussies on commentary. Uh, no, so he just no, keeps going. It really... uh, well, he they, Vince called wussies and a yeah, wussies, and then Shane is just well, well. That would be the PC way to say things, yeah. But uh, that's not what he said. So, yeah. Well, my my mother's watching, so I can't say that word. It's bad. Uh, you know, it's just funny though. Though the amount of 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 stuff they actually were able to get away with, and then the stuff they held back on. In the 90s. They,
1: they, they kind of had the retcon everything on uh, Sunday nights.
0: Well, I mean, it was a part of uh, – I'm trying to find something right here that I tried to save. I feel like I did. But anyways, um, it was something okay, – well, let... No, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say that back in those days, there was
1: a difference between Monday Night Raw and then at 9 or 10 o'clock, the second hour, mm-hmm. it went to Raw, Raw is War. Here we go. Uh, and when it goes into the war, that's when the PG-13 stuff started.
0: Well, here's the thing. In 1998, we also had the uh, the Christian group come in or the whatever. Uh, uh, the Parents' Council? Yeah. So uh, this is when it's, they started hitting the news. And you know what's funny? I think it was a couple weeks ago. It literally – The first week you had DX mooning the crowd, asking women to flash Mm. the cameras on an uh, episode or I I don't know if it was an episode, what show it was on MSNBC News, but they were doing a story in 1998 on WWF wrestling. And I'll put this Mm. uh, this little screen up on the up on. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see this. Um, He says during 100 hours of WWF wrestling, we had uh, just guess how many uh, crotch gestures did we have during 100 hours? Just 100. guess. On <laughs> 1,658. Not including the crowd? Or including the crowd? Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe that. I, I honestly, I think it includes the crowd. Because, I mean, 100 hours. let me think about it? 100 hours, that's 50 episodes of Raw. Maybe not, uh, you know? Maybe, you know, DX yeah. does at least like six in entrance. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obscene so, phrases. gonna
1: for the fireworks, three. One, two,
0: three. Uh, obscene phrases. Uh, do you want to? Phrases. Yeah, yeah Get how, how many give, give me a number uh
1: okay well if crotch chops are a thousand let's say 600 people.
0: oh you actually you overshot that one 434 right. obscene phrases said uh probably it would have been 435 had jr said putrid purses but he didn't <laughs> And then, thanks to the one rattlesnake himself, that dumb, that, that son of a bitch, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I did not call him a dumb son of a bitch. I'm sorry, I did not go there, Stone Cold. Uh, but thanks to him, we had 157 middle fingers. Him alone. Yeah. I'm I'm sure in 1998, who else was throwing up a middle finger? So
1: no, that was like his thing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, uh, then we move to our next match of the evening. We have undertaker and Kane versus draws and animal. And for some reason we get a second pyro for the evening. Yeah. when we came back from break, we got a weird,
1: pyro in ring and one was actually in the shape of a W did you notice that? Like,
0: oh no, like, I didn't see that. Up. Maybe, maybe that's one. Like, maybe they did that on purpose. You know, I'm sure they did it on purpose, but it was one of those yeah, things I no never noticed. Pyro. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It felt like very like okay, let's just do as much pyro as we can. Then the next week you're gonna be like, ah, that was probably a little too much. That was that's mm-hmm. too much pyro, right? It was yeah. probably pyro that they forgot to spin on raw. So oh no,
1: we got this extra uh, shebang. What are we gonna do with it? I don't know. We'll come from
0: break. We, we can't yeah. drive with the gunpowder. Well, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh So Taker and uh Kane versus draws an animal for some. uh Shane keeps calling Taker and Kane a total carnage at the beginning of this match. He goes, oh here comes here comes total carnage to the ring. I'm like. Oh, okay. That was, I, I don't remember this, but uh, they didn't really call him Total Carnage the entire time. It was just Shane a couple times. I think mm-hmm. it was something that like Shane pitched and he was mm-hmm. trying to get over on TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's like, hey, call Dad, him. call him Total Carnage. Ah, that's dumb. Like, yeah. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. Yeah. I, I feel like Shane was probably reading Maximum Carnage at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, that could have happened.
1: Well, that came out a little bit before. Maybe he read Maximum Carnage could dream. be
0: yeah um let's see uh draws is uh he comes down to the ring I guess with a bicep tear he's like a torn mm-hmm. bicep he's why uh, you could call it like the second he, you see him come out he's walking he's kind of limping to the ring yeah um uh, draws and Kane start the match and uh for some somehow Hawk <laughs> Hawk who isn't in this match calls Jim Ross um May I say for the first time in wWF history somebody makes a call in. I was, I was this the first time? Calling. I mean, I just don't remember, I, yeah.
1: I don't remember anybody calling in and be like, yeah, I'm at home. Uh looks like I'm going to rehab. Talk to you guys in about six months.
0: Yeah, so this was uh this was Hawk um calling in to my or Sunday Night Heat saying, Well, I'm gonna go to rehab and uh yeah, I'm gonna take care of some stuff. And Jared says, Well, keep fighting a good fight. Okay, back to the match. And it was very late. <laughs> not even not even a good luck. Well, well, he though. said, keep fighting the good fight. So yeah. I mean, that was kind of like, I don't know. It, w- it was weird. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know why. I-, I wonder how much of a shoot that actually was, you know? So, um, Let's see. Uh, let's see. Hawk, he called in draws and uh, Kane go back and forth. We have a really nice take. The one good thing about these um, these shows is you see Taker and Kane to the point where they're not being booked as strong as they are like five, ten years ago. You know, they're mm. being booked, like, just mid to top. Just some, yeah, yeah,
1: some big, tough, big guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you see people like Draws, who you didn't think, you don't, like, when you think back, you're like, okay, I remember Draws, but I don't remember him being, like, a top contender for anything. Um, no, this
1: guy was built as the next, uh, you know, tough guy. But next, uh, but even, strength. but
0: thinking back, I'm saying, you know what I mean? Then then you can oh, see yeah. this. I'm like... Uh, it's really cool. Uh, we have a nice tackle, like I said, to Kane by draws. Taker is focused on the left leg of Animal. And then um, he locks him in a knee bar mm-hmm. and uh, Animal clear, clearly taps. Like, the first thing he does, he, and I, he's way. he's, I know there's that thing where you're like, uh you're flailing. But he clearly went over and went, bam, bam, bam. What? Teacher? Teacher? Yes. Um, there was a line. I don't know when it happened, but before
1: during the MMA days, yeah, somewhere along that line, uh, WWE and the rest of the wrestling community adopted the tap out. Yeah. Now I don't know if this is within that era or not, but let's remember that Animal is from the era where it, you're flailing around and you hit the mat because you're in agony.
0: Yeah. Not because you're tapping out. But you shouldn't be hitting you the mat actually, like this. You know what I mean? Where your hands. Yeah, but it wasn't tapping against the mat. In the 80s, it wasn't a thing. You can do that. And you would tap yeah. on it
1: and then hold your hair and then tap
0: on it more. You know what ah, it was? Ah. It was smart-ass kids like me watching Monday night or Sunday night. He going, now the tap out. Why isn't he out of this match? What is going mm-hmm. on? I I mean, I don't know if he – I don't even know what happened, how this match actually finished. Well, okay. Well, it wasn't a thing,
1: you know, for Animal because Animal's old school. Oh, yeah, So yeah. he wasn't tapping out. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, you I You had know. to physically say, I quit. I know. I or, know. you know. I know he thing. didn't legit tap out, but uh, yeah. he does look like he taps out. And then he's still in the knee bar and um, draws is trying to get Taker off him. And then they call for the bell. And well,
1: we go to Vince un- unexpectedly because he comes into the
0: ring. Oh, he, no, know. he's on the ramp.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. He comes into the ramp. Yeah. And we cut away to him. So we don't know what happens. Did we, did Animal say, I quit and tap?
0: Or, yeah, yeah, that's
1: the thing. We don't know. Did, did Draws break the five count. Hey, dude, you're not supposed to be in here. One, two, three, four, five. That's it. DQ, yeah. Draws, you, yeah. you lost it. Or did Animal grab the rope because he was close enough to grab a rope
0: and Undertaker didn't break? No, so we don't know what I happened. Don't know. they don't even announce it, they never tell us. Um, uh, but then Vince McMahon, he's like, he's like on the and uh, Vince. I'll say this about Vince, um, you know, we, we've talked about WWE doing poor business, not poor business. They make billions of dollars. It's not poor business, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know, like doing so like, Oh, they shouldn't do stuff with the Saudis. And he's a Trump supporter, but Vince is a character. Oh my God. He is awesome. Oh, because he is on the ramp and he is just, the thing is, is that Taker and Kane, they're beating down on draws and animal now. And Vince is just on the ramp. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Chokeslam. Okay. Now we're going to leave. And but he, right. run, he but he runs away. But he just runs yeah. away before cuz Undertaker's looking at him like, w- "What is going on?
1: What the hell are you doing out here?"
0: Exactly. And uh, you know, it was cool. I liked it. And we'll get more into it later. Uh Takamichi versus Edge. Uh, uh, Edge uh he chases Taka around the ring. Facebuster to Takamichi Noku. A really nice tornado DDT to Edge at one point. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, JR then informs us that Sunny or Sable she's not here this week cuz she's on the set of Pack Blue she's going to be on there next week probably uh maybe not doing porno stuff we don't know <laughs> uh, Taka then goes for another DDT but Edge tosses him reverse suplex to Taka f- flapjack to Taka Mishinoku Taka then dodges Edge from the top rope gives him a uh missile drop or sorry so, what happens is Taka dodges Edge from the top rope and gives him a missile drop kick. Uh, we have a downward spiral, which is like a flatliner to Taka Mishinoku that pin in yeah. the win. Um, I thought this was a really good match, as short as it was. I give it a six match out of 10. Of the night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Edge in his time, in his like early career, is really, really good.
1: He would look good against anyone, yeah.
0: Uh, then Edge just like leaves. And the one thing about Edge, though, during this time is that like, they cannot trust the fans with wrestlers to the crowd because oh. they had someone leading them. I don't know if you noticed that, but with edge, when he oh. walked to the crowd, he had some big buff, like WWE security guy with him that he was holding on to. Uh, whereas Did nowadays,
1: you see somebody push his head.
0: Who edge. Yeah. No.
1: That when he came into the ring, no. some fan, like it, it at first glance, it looked like some fan just smacked him in the head. Oh Jesus. But it was more like a, uh oh, we love you edge. But he kind of, Edge kind of went along like, "Watch out, dude."
0: Yeah, no wonder. Like nowadays, wrestlers are like, "No, stay back, guys. Stay." Like you have fans now that, like even mm-hmm. I do the thing where I'm like, "Stand back, guys. Stand back." Like I pretend like I'm working the show. I'm like, yeah. it's okay, guys. Like at an indie show, I'm like, they're, "They're about to do a spot, guys. Get out of the way." Um, yeah. Back in the day, they were just like, "Fuck yeah!"
1: Yeah, no, there was a point. Uh, I forgot what happened. Somebody was making a run in or something, and yeah. then you saw the people in the first five rows like jump out of their seats and. Go over the, oh, the railing like like angry
0: animals. Oh, shit. I hate that. I hate that stuff. I, I would not have survived in that crowd. Um, <laughs> we cut to the ramp like literally as Edge is leaving the ring. We cut up the ramp to uh, Taker and Kane bringing down Patterson and Briscoe to call out uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, Taker says, "I'll give you ten seconds uh, to come down here, or before we take out your trusted stooges." Mm-hmm. I'm the Undertaker. He had to make sure to tell everyone he was the Undertaker. He didn't say that, though. Uh, Vince doesn't come out, though, and Taker and Kane proceed to beat down on Patterson and Briscoe. At least this is at the point of their career where they could still take bumps. You know what I mean? Mm, one of
1: them didn't take uh, Kane's... Uh, well, it was. James I think it was Briscoe. Well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Austin, he's outside uh, on his giant cell phone, and he's a total dick because a cameraman just tries to walk up to him, and he just kicks him. At least he didn't kick and stun him. He just he, kicked he just kicked him. him. He's, <laughs> and, but I'm like, okay, Austin, that was kind of a dick move. But hey, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. He was all up in the business, though. Come on, yeah.
1: He's the guy
0: talk on the phone. D'Lo Brown versus Val Venus is our next matchup of the evening. Uh, Jr. Then and for oh my god, Jr. Let's the, are, did we have t- Do we have tickets to the show? Jose, they're coming to San Jose, September 14, 1998. Oh, we'll next
1: Monday. Are Mm -hmm.
0: we going? Are we going? I want to go. Let's go. Let's go. I'll be there. Maybe just for Sunday night heat. I don't know. I don't want to stay for. We're doing raw. Screw it. Uh, Yeah. No, I just, that was something I just, I liked when I heard that. I was like, oh shit. That's, that's near us. That's our Mm -hmm. area because they wouldn't come to San Francisco or Oakland because why would they? I don't know. I always thought that sucked. They went to Sacramento on Tuesday. They didn't, they never came to San Francisco, dude. WWF yeah. in the Attitude Era never came to San Francisco. It it's was
1: because we were WCW's territory. We were doing shows at the Cow Palace.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess Roy Shire and Ray Stevens, they they had an exclusive deal. I don't know. That's not true. But It was a really cool San Francisco mention on uh, AEW
1: All Out this weekend. What was that? Did you hear it? Uh, Jim, Ross, Jim Ross was talking about the uh, annual uh, New Year's Eve Battle Royal. It yeah. happened in San Francisco.
0: Oh, I, New Year's, New Year's Day. I want to check that out now. It's it's It sounds like it would be like uh, the New Japan uh, Dash or whatever it's called. I forgot what it's called on New Year's mm-hmm. Day. New Year's Dash, that's what it's called. Uh, so D-Lo Brown versus Val Venus. Uh, Val says, Oh, you ladies will be in Sunday night heat when you get a sight of the blue, Val And it's just, it's funny because I thought Val was over when I think of it. I'm like, oh yeah, Val was really over. These mm-hmm. fans were dead. They mm-hmm. they were just like, all right. There was even they would cut to some women in the crowd, and they were like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like they, like they they would try to smile. They're like, we're trying, but we can't. It's just gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so D'Lo comes out, and uh, he's being billed out of Warsaw, Poland this week. Val goes mm-hmm. right after him. Um, as he's coming to the ring, uh, bell and the bell rings on the outside when they're battling, which I thought was kind of bullshit because it's a title defense and mm-hmm. it's kind of not fair for DLO, but whatever. Uh, this is DLO Brown's third title defense in seven days. He did defend it last week at SummerSlam. And every single time it was against uh Valvinas. Was it? I mean, on Monday night raw, right. I'm, I don't know. I want to say we've seen them, but two out of three of them. Venus yeah. Exclusively. Yeah, two out of three of them for sure was. Uh, we have a DDT to D-Lo, a uh, running powerbomb to Val. We have Dustin Reynolds. He's on the outside with his son. He's coming back.
1: Oh, with a big water tobacco in his jaw.
0: And uh, he, you know, it's did funny. Did you see that? No, did he? Yeah,
1: big water. He's coming back.
0: The fans were like, "All the way. he he's was just back. chilling. He was like, yeah, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, they battle on the outside. Val takes uh, takes over, issuing strikes to D-Lo uh d takes the turnbuckle off the turnbuckle pad and gives val a flapjack and uh that's it i uh, in a win and uh th- 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 for the match it was a 4 out of 10 in my opinion um uh, mm-hmm. i feel people have too much nostalgia when it comes to d brown matches uh looking back on them i'm like a lot of them are like oh like he's very fluid at sometimes but there's like yeah but he's he's not consistent Is what I'm trying to say. He's had a history in botching. He's not consistent. That's what I'm saying. He's really Mm -hmm. good sometimes, Mm -hmm. but then there's sometimes where he just botches and he just drops somebody. It's like, and I'm not referring to draws. Don't think I'm referring to draws here. There was something. It was last week. He dropped
1: Val like two weeks ago or last
0: week. It was last. It was on SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good. Click the link above and you watched last week's SummerSlam. Um... So after the match, though, Val Venus just goes right after D'Lo and uh, does the exact same spot from SummerSlam. And I wonder why. Like, why did he trip on the turnbuckle at SummerSlam? Was that a shoot or was that kayfabe? So <laughs> um, it, it, it to me, I'm just like, why did they redo the exact same spot to me? That I was just questioning. Yeah. So what I'm yeah. referring to is he takes the... Uh, the chest protector off d And well, he, this week he tries to put it on himself and it's all like inside out and he doesn't care. He's just like, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> so it's on. Hello, ins- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like barely on him. And uh, he does the money shot. It, he does hit it halfway across the ring. So I'll give him that, you know? Um, and then he takes it off and he leaves the ring and yeah, Val Venus, He's not a great person
1: if we get another heat match between these two next week and they do the same thing again oh my god I'm taking off my shirt I don't know why I would do that yeah.
0: but uh, I'm just saying and I'm, gonna, I'm,
1: I'm gonna take off your shirt and then put it over my shirt yeah
0: how see, about that? that's how crazy we it's gonna make us um, and then our main event of the evening Vince McMahon uh, he comes out to the ring he's doing an in-ring promo because it, I just think it's funny how like Vince is so prominent thinking back like that was his company. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to be a top villain. If I get, mm-hmm. I could pay myself more. You know, I could do anything I want. I could stroke my ego. I could be stroking. Um, you know, he could do all that. And I just think it's kind of stroke crazy. It to the left and I'm stroke to the right. Yeah. To the right. Uh, Vince comes out. He says, you must be wondering why Vince McMahon is wearing all black. It's because Vince McMahon is in mourning. Yes, Vince McMahon is in mourning. Are you, are you just going to talk about yourself in third person the entire time? And he kind of does for a little bit. The crowd mm-hmm. begins to chant for Stone Cold Steve Austin. He says uh, he is in mourning because uh, he's in mourning for Stone Cold Steve Austin's title reign to end September 27th. And, uh, of course, as you know, September 27th is In Your House Breakdown. Uh, he says uh, he tells Taker and Kane, he says, hey, if you're looking for me, I'm not hard to find. come." the Brothers of Destruction or Total Carnage, whatever you want to call them at the time uh Dead Vince bros. he says uh Vince asked them he says hey is, I, I know you can you, you can destroy me right now but I want to publicly apologize for my remarks. I don't know if you remember but he called them putrid pussies. To me that's not just something it, it, it was you wish s- He called them That's that's not just something you say and then like a week later you're like hey I'm sorry. Guys I'm sorry. Didn't mean it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was it wasn't great of me. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think, I, I don't think Trump you. knows how to say sorry, dude. Uh, Vince uh, tells Taker, he says, Taker, you deserve a shot at the WWF Championship. And Kane when? September 27th, he's Kane he goes, you equally you are equally destructive and you also deserve a uh, shot at the WWF title. Vince calls when? out Stone- September 27th, he calls out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold comes out, he says Austin, for the life of me, I don't understand what these fans see in you. You've mocked my authority and, and y- this is the very last time Pally, he he called Stone Cold Steve Austin Pally. He he knew he messed up there, too. Uh, So he also tells Stone Cold that on September 27th, I don't know if you've mentioned that, um, that he is going to be facing Kane for the WWF title. But on September 27th, he will also be facing The Undertaker for the WWF title. That's right. September 27th, triple Triple threat match. And it's funny because the commentators are like, what? Oh, my God. That's not fair. He has two people. What? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a triple threat, dude. Mm-hmm. This is not like elimination chamber. This it's is not, not a handicap match. Yeah. Yeah. It's not unfair. You know, they're fine. It's it's three. It's, it's fair. It's, there's a. Yeah. You know, we're going to get the classic cane. Uh, well. In the middle of the match. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Eh? So. Undertaker, why'd you hit me? You know. uh yeah, that was the end of the show. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. There was nothing. I'm trying to think of something to say. That was it. Yeah. And they just go off the air
1: with uh stone
0: cold mouthing. He's just like, What? Huh? It, it was like it was like him and John Moxley at all out. You know? Mm-hmm. Looking like Toriano. So that was Sunday Night Heat episode six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do
1: not have Monday Night Raw. To look into to look forward to it's a
0: saturday night raw yeah so it, that's weird and i always miss those ones i, I was like it's not on monday night I, it's not like i was i knew i don't know why i never knew like mm. they said it on all the shows i just i never knew so like i would just miss them i'm like oh i don't remember that episode i don't remember yeah. them saying putrid pussies
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right i think that about does it here for us tonight. Yeah. it is way too hot and i need to turn my fan on i'm sweating yeah me too. Uh, well. That concludes this episode of Sunday Night Heat. Thank you for joining us. And if you like this episode and uh, you want to follow City Wrestling Radio some more, like I said, click the subscribe and all the notify stuff because, hey, we post a lot of stuff and we're going to give you our honest reaction. We're not wrestlers. We are not, um, sp- well, I mean, we're broadcasters. We are that. That is one thing we have going for us. We are broadcasters. I mean, officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are you know we've all been trained in the art of the art of broadcasting Uh, but we're just fans we've been certified so don't ever think that like anything we say is like the be-all end-all and that you know we're saying oh this match sucked i'm gonna say that about a lot of matches that are really good you know what i mean yeah but that is just city that's what you get here at city wrestling radio honest fan review and reaction and I think there's nothing better than that because it's like talking to your friends, and you can't you can't really be around a lot of your friends right now. So yeah, we're your
1: friends. We're there for you.
0: Be our friend. Click be the subscribe circle. button. Uh, be in our inner circle, mm-hmm. uh, guys. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I mean you too, Jose. Like, share, yes. and subscribe at CWR four and five, and we'll see you guys later. You and you watching there at home. When I, start making Take care. Love, Bye. I
1: don't just make love. I be stroking.
0: That's what I be doing.
1: I be smoking